Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I am your host, Jack. And I am your host, Christina. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on topics we discuss. Yeah, so go find people. Tell them, hey, listen to this show. And you got to say it with that radio voice I did right there. Hey, listen to the Just Conversation podcast live every Saturday at 8 a.m. At 8 a.m.? Yes, usually when it goes up, I think. Oh, okay. I'm 99% sure that it goes up at 8 a.m. Okay. So that people have it on weekends. But they have to say like that? They have to use their radio voice anytime they're referencing anything on the radio. But we're not on the radio. You're right. Facts. This is internet. This is internet, yes. We are. You're hearing our voice through the interwebs of the world. And the YouTube? I guess that's part of the internet too, but like... All the things? All the things. Yeah, all we're everywhere. Things. You can listen to us on wherever you listen to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're already hearing this, and wherever you are is fine. But you still have to talk in that voice? Are you just talking in that voice to introduce this? Yeah, you gotta tell people about the show. Listen to the Just Conversation podcast. Do people still make that voice? I mean, on radio? I don't know, right? I don't know. I feel like it's gotten more casual. It's become more podcasty. Yes, that there's a like every fucking morning. There's a radio station I hear that went from being a typical boring station to now just being twenty four seven podcasts. How do they do it? It's not the same people, is it? No, it's okay. that's <laughs> just like sport podcasts straight through a channel. Mm-hmm. It's like whoa, that's kind of cool that they just. You know, a channel on the radio doing nothing but podcasting. No music, no nothing. Just podcast. No music. No music. Just podcast. What? And that works for them? I have no idea. I have no idea. How do you? F- how do we go about finding ratings for radio? I'm sure they're out there somewhere. There's got to be. There's someone rating everything. No, not people rating them. Like, oh. how many people see a thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, are people tuning in simply because it's a podcast of sorts? Yes. Has to. I don't know. Because that's the true question. Mm-hmm. Are there a bunch of podcasts about sports because there's a lot of listeners or there's just a lot of people who enjoy talking about sports? Like, Interesting. Is there a lot of people that want to hear about sports or want to talk about sports? What's more? Both. I don't. What's more? Obviously, people who want to hear about sports. It has to be, right? Yeah, like by default. Way less people want to talk than there are people who want to talk. Yeah. Even people who love talking don't necessarily want to just talk sports. That's and even not... people who want to talk sports don't necessarily want to talk sports in front of a microphone. Yeah. And yet so many people do. There's not a lot of people in that station. There might be like 12 people total. 12 people. Throughout the course of the whole day. The whole day, yeah. Well. You're like, it's not a lot. Mm. But who wants to do that? I don't know. They do. They do. That's why mm. they're doing it. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't be. They'd be like, fuck this job. I'm leaving. Yeah. But like, they like sports. They have to be familiar with sports. It's not a thing you can't can not like and then participate in you yeah. have to know what you're talking about mm-hmm. mm. i wonder if they, they need to make a channel then for other things if they can do that with sports they can definitely do that with just like those ladies that do criminal 
Oh my god, you're talking about something kind of amazing. Like, what if you turned on your radio and instead of hearing shitty music on loops, Mm -hmm. there are stations dedicated to certain... It doesn't even have to be dedicated to certain things, right? It could be like, you know, true crime is... To some degree, it's true based on true crap, and it's dark. So this could be like the late night radio hour, starting at like eight p.m. Yeah, so it'll be like watching TV, but yeah, on but on the radio, radio podcast, and so the radio then plays it on in this order. So during the day, they'll have more kid friendly things, mm-hmm. educational, and educational. Yes, I guess not kid friendly because what kid is going to listen to a podcast? I but. Don't know educational things and stuff or funny things or funny things but you know not rated r yeah and it's pretty much gonna be education like npr stuff Mm. a bunch of npr stuff in the middle of the day and like shows that just talk about interesting things and talk to interesting people in relatively average ways yeah and then towards the late nights you get the true crime podcast the paranormal podcasts all these other kinds of fringy things and maybe throughout the day sprinkled, you get a couple of audio dramas, one here, one there. And so you got a little Ooh, bit of everything going yes, on. Yes, you need some audio dramas. What? Yeah, that, that'd be pretty badass. Yeah. Hmm. Let's start this channel. You no. know who should, though? Um, <laughs> what? Scott Ackerman with all the uh, earwolf shows. He should do a radio? There should be an earwolf station. radio station that you just tune earwolf in and there's a station. schedule. Ooh, yes. Oh, I yeah. I don't mind that. That's a lot of stuff. And then people fight for time slots all over again. Mm-hmm. Like, you could put it up whenever you want. That still works. Yeah. But Earwolf Radio is also going to want it. So your show has to be of a certain quality at the same time that you can still put it up. Yeah. And if it's that, if it meets the requirements, it could move to a, the prime time. You want to get to prime time. When is the prime time for people to listen to podcasts? You want to be there. I feel like... Wouldn't Comedy Bang Bang end up there? It would be his own show or no? It would be whatever makes him the most money. Ah, okay. You know? Yes, yes. <laughs> like, if it's, it's probably out of all the things on Earwolf, Comedy Bang Bang is the powerhouse. Yeah. But, like, how did this get made? Pretty up there. How did this? Oh, yes. That's yeah. a way listened to show. Mm-hmm. You know? So, there's things. There are things, yes. And Conan's show is on Earwolf, isn't it? I think so. Damn, yeah. that might be the moneymaker. That might be more the than the one that. Um, I don't know if it's on that though. The one that. Um, oh, what's his name? Wolf Arrow. He does. He's on Earwolf as well. I'm not sure, but if that is a Earwolf show, whoa! Interesting, interesting. But I'm not sure if that is, or if he's even still doing that. That might have been just a no. I think he's still doing project. it. Project. Oh, really? Yeah, I think what? he's still doing it. What the hell is it called? The Ron Burgundy Show. He must really love that character. I don't know if he does. I find him annoying, but people love that character. Ron Burgundy? Yeah. Yeah. People fucking hate Ron Burgundy. Oh, people hate that Well, no. People love Ron Burgundy. <laughs> they love to hate Because him. they hate Ron Burgundy. Oh, okay. They're like, this is a despicable human. You know who Ron Burgundy would get along with? Who? Bad Grandpa. Ah. Uh, what? They're the same vein. Like, I don't know. But you know, I do love the Ron Burgundy podcast. So. You do? Yeah, I love uh. this. I hate it and I love it. So you're the exact people that listen. The specific episode that's the best is when we couldn't tell whether Peter Dinklage was acting or not. Yes. And it's like, yes, they're acting. We had to look this up to find out he was acting, but God, he's such a good actor. Yes, because it sounded like he was really there to... Read some poetry. Like, who the hell doesn't want to hear poetry? Dude, I was angry because it's like, Peter Dinklage is going to read fucking poetry, dude? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. And I think the story was like, it was his child's poetry or some 
weird story like that. I don't know. And Man, like, so awesome. Peter Dinklage reading poetry. I was truly intrigued. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And then Ron just fucking it up. Mm-hmm. And it was so believable. Ah. Yeah, it's because Will Ferrell is also a great actor. Yes. So Will Ferrell playing this troll committed to the troll. And Peter Dinklage. Being outraged so yeah. committedly. Yes. Very believable. Yeah, man. That was pretty great. I, I dig it. Hated every second of it. Mm-hmm. But loved every second of it. Because if it can make you feel anything, it's doing what it was meant to do. Yes. That's the mm-hmm. point of all art, right? To make you feel some shit one way or another. But all art? I don't know. I don't know. Fair enough. Not all art. No, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Feel something. It doesn't have to be the feel the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, like the, it comes into the idea of like abstract paintings, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're looking for aesthetic, a color pattern that works in the painting, or a type of strokes that look a certain way, an effect. You're looking for an effect, mm-hmm. not necessarily something to provoke emotion. Because I could. find it could, but that's. 99% of the time, just pretentious art douchebags who are pretending there's something in there. Mm-hmm. I love to talk to an artist who's like, yeah, my art had no fucking meaning. <laughs> and then they tell me like, but the fucking idiots selling it swore there was meaning and the people buying it were dumber who ate it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, but the passion behind the strokes and it was so, you can see the anger in the thing. But and they're it's like, selling a story that's really good. It's not even about the art, the art anymore. It's about the story well, that this is my point. he's selling. People are eating that shit up but there's nothing fucking there there is the story that guys is selling then you are not feeling the painting well the story you think the painting it's not about the painting the painting had none of that no well the artist didn't but the person who's seeing it now does have that yeah but it's not about the it's what they were pitched on yes it has nothing to do with the painting no Somebody invented a narrative and now somebody's following the narrative and they're associating it with the painting, but that yeah. did not come from the painting. That didn't. I know. While but... the artist is like, well, this combination of red and white goes great with my kitchen that's red and white. Yes. You know, and it's like just the strokes and whatever. There's, you know, my kitchen has stripes on the walls and I wanted to make some nice uh, vertical stripes that match the color scheme, assuming somebody else has a similar thing going on somewhere in their lives. And they see it and they're like, oh, this goes perfectly in my kitchen. There's no emotion in the sense of, oh, I feel the anger. The... But there <laughs> is a pleasant aesthetic feeling. Like when you just see something beautiful. Yes. That is what you're trying. So you're trying to get them to feel something. But just not. A strong feeling. It could be of... strong. You could be like, this is so beautiful. I've seen abstract okay. art and I'm like, what the fuck? This is amazing. How did they do it? Yeah. That's usually but I'm also not like, oh, I can see the sadness and the like, who the no. fuck, dude? Come on. Okay. You know, it's like you're getting them to feel something different. There's the boring basic emotions. Oh, make you sad, make you happy, make you angry. Yes, Make I you guess. depressed, whatever the fuck, you know? Make you feel love or whatever. But then there's the more obscure abstract emotions like just beautiful without emotion other than beautiful not happy beautiful it could be dark and beautiful it could be sad and beautiful it could be gloomy and beautiful but the beauty is what you're alluding to Mm -hmm. it's just like wow this is really impressive or how elegant the way the brush moves or whatever some abstract feeling for abstract Abstract feelings (laughs) versus just the normal boring feelings that everybody gets yes that if you can do that that's the purpose of art i think i think it's also crazy subjective but that's what i believe the true point of art is you're gonna feel something if you feel nothing but also i think it would be impossible to feel nothing i think it's impossible there's no way you have to feel something 
like, even if it's like even if it's positive or negative yeah like if it's like i don't like it or i do like it that's something but if you could there's manage to no, be neutral that's garbage there's no way you could be neutral about it i don't think that's possible i don't think you could be neutral about any art you don't think that you look at it and you're like okay no i don't know if that's possible that's so weird you neither know. feel good nor bad about it it's just like okay it's a thing no way but i guess there has to be <laughs> maybe for photography i don't know no everything and has to have everything it has to have you ever seen a photo that you're like no that's a photo yes that's a photo i guess but then you but... see a photo and you're like how the fuck did he catch that yeah but that's i guess a person who's not trying to do something and someone who is sometimes great things happen by accident mm. <laughs> making assumptions here yeah Yes, I am. <laughs> no, sometimes great things happen by accident. That's perfectly fine. The, you're skilled when you could do it intentionally. Yes. But awesome things happen by accident. But in art? Accidents? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Mm-hmm. There are no exceptions to the rule. There yes. are just as many talented people as there are skilled people as there is random luck. Okay. Yeah. There is Sometimes you're luck. just sometimes, fucking around yeah. and <laughs> something happened and now that's going to be your thing because now you're obsessed with figuring out how to do it. Yes. But it happened by accident. Like that. Uh, the painter you interviewed, it was by accident, and that yes! was her thing. Yes! Oh, Renee. 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 Yes. Yeah. She found her thing by accident. By accident. She just threw the paint on a canvas, and then came back the next day, and saw what looked like a face, and then started picking at it. By accident was that there. Mm-hmm. She's had a moment of frustration, and that is exactly what happened. Sometimes, by accident, and then you're like, whoa, wow, there's something here. Yeah, but to redo it—that sounds—that seems harder to do once. You yeah, do that's it when right. you commit to it. Yeah, because mm. now you know where you're looking. Yeah. Before you were just winging it, now you know where you're looking. Yes, yes. Mm. How did we get here from the radio? <laughs> because the radio is going to put podcasts on the radio, and then we're talking about Ron Burgundy because Earwolf would be on the radio, <laughs> and we were saying is Ron Burgundy part of that, and then talking about that great episode in which it, we it made us both angry and happy. For and that me. made us think of art because art is that's art. That's that's like art. All things. Oh, okay, that's art. That's yes. art. It is a performance you're putting on. Yes, everything's art. <laughs> everything is art. Everything is art for sure. Yeah, is that what we're getting from everything? Is that why people love the internet? It's just art. The problem is when you consume more than you return. When you take more out of the world than you put into the world, you are a problem. You are a resource draining problem. Hmm. That's why you become the product. Okay. Not the consumer. But don't you need some of that? (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Not really. You don't need a consumer. Hmm. I mean, you don't need a product. Not, Not a person as a product. Yeah. But because so many people become just, they, they don't give anything. Mm. They become the product. So there's three kinds of people, right? There's a person who makes a thing. There's a person who buys the thing. And there's a person who is the thing. Person who buys the person the who thing? makes the thing, we will call the artist. Okay. The person who buys the thing has supported the artist. Okay. The person who just watches the thing without buying the thing or without making the thing is the thing. That's that artist problem. went outside, saw that guy doing nothing, made a painting about that person doing nothing as commentary for people doing nothing, and sold it to the guy who buys paintings. Okay. So the person buying the things is not a problem. They're not they're as least... great as the other guy, but they're supporting he who puts back. Okay. Yes. So you're either the one putting back or you're making it easier for somebody else to put back. Yeah. 
But if you're mm. just taking, you're a resource problem. Yes. Like the people who steal off of music and yes, bootlegs. Yes, exactly. If you're burning shit, you're stealing. Yeah. You're taking away someone else's. Yes. They made that. People who watch, like, UFC for free. They're a problem. They're a problem. Those fighters rely on the pay that the company gives them. The pay is based on how much money comes in from people buying all the locations from which they can watch. If yeah. you're sneakily taking it illegally for free, mm-hmm. then that money never makes it to them. So they're missing some of the money that they're earning yeah. because you're stealing it. Yeah. They got you to watch, but they didn't get you to give them the money that you owe them now. That's yeah. theft. That is. Stealing somebody's art, somebody's creation. They put their bodies on the line so that you can have entertainment. Something you won't do because you're fucking too scared to go and (laughs) fucking get in a cage with somebody. crazy. To go train because it's too time consuming and you're too scared and you don't have the discipline. Definitely. Meanwhile, you don't want to give him five bucks. That's crazy. That's all he's charging. Five dollars. Give me five dollars a month and I'll give you my body to watch. Yeah. What? You can do it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a problem. That's a problem. So that's that a huge is, problem. You call them the product? Those or? people are the product. Even though, what makes them a product, I guess? Because they are who everyone else is going to base their things on. Usually the person who's creating mm-hmm. is using that person to create. Okay. So in the case of an artist, you're painting the flaws of the world. You're painting your inner thoughts, the things that bother you, the things that trigger you. And they're probably part of that? They're probably part of that. Those people who are the ones who are not serving the world in any good way Mm -hmm. those are the people you're making the art about oh then you're selling that to the person who's paying for the art yeah Mm. but the person buying is not a problem the person buying is not a problem look at it like this let's use the ufc thing as an example again yeah bunch of people steal so what does dana white the person who owns ufc do he hires a team of tech people to figure out how to invent a system that can allow them to track the people Mm mm-hmm who are stealing it. To ban them? Now, yeah, to ban them, yeah. Now, these people are the creators, and they're getting paid by Dana, the consumer, to solve the problem of the third party, the problem. Okay. So the product is a problem at the same time? The product is, you're always solving for the product. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to consume. Yes. And somebody needs to create. But if you don't consumer... fall into either one of those two places, yeah. you're what's being traded. Okay. In the case of YouTube, there are the people who pay for YouTube. Yeah. There are the people who make YouTube. And there are people who see for free. And there are people who watch it for free. So what was the workaround? Somebody got creative and decided, bomb those people with the ads. Yeah. Now you're solving. So you, the consumer, is paying to not get the ads. And the creator is creating the content that you are not getting the ads for. The thing that got sold in the interaction was the person who was watching it for free. You watching the ads is making it possible for the person who is making the content to get paid from the ads and yeah. from the direct money that the other guy is giving to yeah, the so creator. Both the people are helping. Both the other types of people, not the creator, but the... No, the person watching for free had to be solved for. Oh, okay. Which is where the ads came in. Yeah. Because you can get people to give direct money. Mm-hmm. But, like, if there are no ads, why would I give direct money? Yeah. So now you put ads in place, people will give direct money, and you're solving for the people who don't want to give direct money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess. They became the product. Yeah. So you're selling them. You're selling them. That sounds yeah. so horrible. But, but it's yeah. the case. It's always the case. Mm-hmm. In order to solve the UFC problem, you're selling the people. Those people are now the product you are selling. I need you to take these people into account. They're the free ones, so I'm paying you to solve that problem. You make money. 
because fuck those people. But which people are you talking about? The people who are watching it for free in every case is the same people. In every no, instance. no, no. Who's the other person that you're paying? The tech people. Oh, okay. Who are solving the issue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which they do for video games too. Don't they? What do you uh, mean? Like um, people who hack GTA or something like that. Yes. Yes. You are the cheater. Now you, you somebody became a and paid probably individual. Call of Duty, you probably get in trouble for that. Somebody became a paid individual to solve you. Mm-hmm. There's the people who pay. You don't got to worry about them. There's people who made it. You don't got to worry about them. The people who are trying to get things for free. Now there is a third party involved to solve for you. Yes. You are the problem. Yep. The other two people are doing their part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that is definitely how it goes. There's yes. always some sort of problem out there. Yeah. So when are we going to start this radio station? <laughs> I don't know. That would be amazing. I would love for that radio station to be created. To turn on the radio and there's nothing but podcasts and you randomly discover new podcasts and you're like, oh shit, what's the name of this show? I want to go find it on like Spotify or whatever. Yeah. I wonder why that's not a thing yet. What is radio doing? Radio right and now? television are so slow to catch on. They really are. How the fuck is cable surviving still? Exactly. Who has cable still? They've tried everything. They're surviving off of their streaming services. The cable? Yeah. They still have the traditional <laughs> cable for like the 10 people who still have it. Yeah. But like... They also offer streaming stream. services. <laughs> Why? Way more people will pay you directly than you having to pay certain people... To be on their channel and whatever comes back afterwards is what you get. Because that's how like a cable company works, right? Mm-hmm. You get put on their thing. I'm assuming you give them money of some sort. You give them money at the beginning. I want to be on your thing. And then over the cost of what I give you, whatever extra is directed towards me, I get. Or I guess it doesn't have to be that way. Put me on your thing. So you put us on your cable. Yeah. And then if we make... That's free content. Yeah, I see. So we make the content. We put it on your TV platform. So you're... 30 channel cable package. Yeah. You put our channel there. And from our channel, uh, we get whatever percentage of views is total. Yeah. So if we get 3%, then 3% of all the money you get minus your cut belongs to us. That makes sense, right? I think so. I don't know. I don't know how cable works. Think of Spotify. It's how be... music plays. Yeah. There's a billion trillion freaking songs on Spotify. Do they have advertisement on Spotify? Yeah. Oh, okay. But there's a billion trillion tracks on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And based on the total number of listens, whatever percentage of everything that is, Mm -hmm. you get that percent of the total money that comes in after Spotify takes its cut. Yeah. And that's probably what Cable does. Yeah. So if Spotify makes a billion, one hundred million dollars. Ow. And they take one hundred million as their cut, there's only a billion dollars left. But Eminem does one percent of all listens on the internet. On Spotify. Okay. So he gets, what, $10 million out of that okay, $1 billion? Okay, so it depends on, like, how well you did and everything. Okay. Right? Yeah, so I, he would, do, because it's 1%, 1% equals $10 million, I'm assuming that's right. Mm-hmm. Boom. He has his cut because he was worth 1%. Yeah. You think he's worth 1%? Hell no. Probably. No? Hell no. There's way too many. There's pe- too many. There's too much. The per- yeah. Like, it, the percentage is such a small decimal. Yeah. It'd be, like, three points down before you even have a digit. Yeah, there's probably no one at 1%. There's nobody at 1%. There's no way. There's too many artists. That means out of all the artists in the world, you make up 1% of all the listens out of everything. No. That's crazy. No. If you took every musician in the world Mm -hmm. that's on, I guess, every musician that exists on Spotify, you broke them up into 99 groups 
that were evenly distributed. There would be 7,000 people in that group, 7,000 people <laughs> in that group, you know? Yes. <laughs> and then there's just you alone as the 1%. Nah. Versus 7,000 times 99. That's crazy. Hell no. There's no fucking way. There's no way. I don't think so. But I He's don't like know. He's like 0.00001 and still shitting on everybody else. Yes. But how is Cable surviving? So Cable... I'm thinking the same shit. And Radio are dying though. I have no idea how Radio does it. I'm assuming the same thing too, but really, I don't know. And soon, what, what else should be dead next? I think our phones, phone companies, let's get rid of them. Phone companies are going to die. And the problem with phone companies are it's also outdated. Apps yeah. make up for everything. And you could buy Wi-Fi things so that you don't even need to pay for your phone. Yeah, Texting is a so thing much. of the past. Our technology is not keeping up. No, technology is not keeping up with how... Well, some technology... So, here's the problem. Yes. The older technology is struggling. That's These are old people old struggling. things that we depended on. Yes. People are struggling to let go. Yeah. Let go, man. Get That's the next reality. new thing. Kind of. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. The nano chip or whatever it's called. No, that's exaggerated. <laughs> but like the apps. Yeah, that's worth Zoom and Skype and WhatsApp and Gmail, Google Chats and all these things. All of them defeat you needing to pay for text messaging. Yeah. And if you can have something that carries Wi-Fi around, then you've also defeated. Phone calls? You need needing data. Oh. No, because mm-hmm. you can call through these apps. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can call and you can text through these apps. You don't need to pay shit on your phone company. Phone companies should just get over it and just sell you internet packages. Mm-hmm. That's yes. it. Just sell really convenient, beautifully priced, not crazy expensive internet packages. Mm-hmm. That's it. $5, you get three gigabytes of fucking... Like, great. Okay, that makes sense now. <laughs> $5 for a Everybody's doing everything on their phone. Not for a smartphone, for the service. Oh, yes. Yeah. Would... <laughs> no. For the service yeah. that you'd put on a smartphone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, like, all you really need is the data. Or just say yeah. unlimited data, fuck it. Unlimited data, do whatever. Yeah, unlimited data for five bucks. That sounds good. You could be ten dollars. It could be the price of like Netflix or some shit. Uh twelve dollars. Like, that's the average, right? Twelve dollars. The price is always hiring. Not of Netflix specifically, of all the services, if you were to put them summarized together, like if you grab the average of all of them. Okay, Not summarized, 12. but the sum of them all. Yeah. It would be like twelve bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is internet. Unlimited internet. Twenty five uh 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 twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Yeah. Good. Now it's whose internet is better. That becomes the argument. Now competition matters. Yeah. Our service is clear. You get signal most places. Boom. That's better. Now it matters. Mm-hmm. Does your signal drop when you're in subway stations? Who has towers in subway stations? Now it matters. Now your $12 is better spent. How many places are you going to put those $12? Everybody's going to flock to whoever's best. Better be sweet with competition. That's great. Yeah. We got to put it in train stations. It needs to be in planes. It needs to be here. It needs to be over there in the middle of a cornfield, in the middle of fucking nowhere, in the deserts. We <laughs> need your phone to work everywhere. In the middle of a cornfield. Everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. Whoever has the most coverage. Yeah. Then again, companies could vary. Like, I don't want to fucking put anything in the middle of cornfield, but then there's a company like, made by people who live in farmland. Yeah, it's like, but like, whoa. if you don't live in farmland, you don't need that cornfield. Yeah, like, if you're never going to visit that shit, you don't need that thing. Yeah. And maybe you could get add-ons, like, okay... City areas, anywhere that's local towers, but for the further towers, you got to pay a little extra. So anytime you're in a city, doesn't matter where in the world you're in a city, fine. Yes, but maybe better than ever or something. <laughs> yeah, but let's say China, for example. Everything is fucking banned over there. It takes a little more work to put a tower in China. Yeah. So then we need you to pay extra to use the tower that took us more money to put over there. Mm-hmm. Fair. But if you're like going to Korea, like that shit's easy. They'll be like, whatever, put a tower over here. We need it. Yeah. They're probably the ones making the tower. Korea? 
So, like, yes. depending on circumstances, like, okay, we have towers in the desert, but it took a lot of work. If you want to use those towers, you know, give us more money. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. And the people who live in the Top desert bucks. only pay for the desert towers. But if you want to go to the city, you know, you got to pay a little different because you can be using those things. Figuring mm-hmm. out a way to do that. Well, if you don't travel, then it's no problem. You just pay that one price and that's fine. Yeah. But that's interesting, actually, when you think about it, right? Because we were over here talking about art and then we're talking about, like, cell towers, right? Mm-hmm. Technology's failing to adapt or whatever. But, like, that's an artist doing that. Doing what? A person who designed the cell tower with practicality because it had to make sense. So, this is a scientist decides, okay, this is what it got to look like. But then there's an architect, a designer. Yes. This has to go so into society. He's the artist in well, a way. they're both artists. It's a collaborative effort. Oh, okay. They're just working with different kinds of art. Yeah. My art involves numbers, and I'm going to make something beautiful, something complicated, something that didn't exist before. I'm going to bring it into existence the same way. Mm-hmm. Except we just call that math and science, but... You sat down, you thought about something that didn't exist, you brought yeah. it into reality, you put some notes down, and here's what my art looks like. Very abstract, numerical, and you're like, oh, wow, yes. that's complicated, that's interesting. I like how you uh, figured out this detail and that detail, but if this was a painting, you'd be like, oh, it's interesting how you made this part and that part over there, and it's, it's a different kind of art, but it's still art. Everything is art. Yeah. So the science is art. The science is art. And then, the art well, think about it. The arts the includes arts. everything. Why is a Renaissance person including science the renaissance person yeah renaissance people know how to play the instruments and they can paint oh, and, and they, they know. can draw and they can sketch but every single one of them was also an inventor they were uh. those gears turned the same oh okay That's right the yeah. contraptions they made the innovations that moved society forward at the speed of light they had some science in them yeah it's not just art or, or it is art. It is art. It's literally just art. Science but everything is art. Is art. Is yeah. What you're saying. Everything is art. Everything is art. Yeah. My art is thoughts. Your specific art. Yes. I love to work with a thought and make something complicated and show it to somebody and then be like, wow, that's a beautiful in where arts and philosophy, thoughts, words. There you go. Words or philosophy? Both. Oh, okay. Philosophy and words. Yes. Is your art. Yes. I like to turn the thought into words. Alan Watts is my fucking hero. He turns thoughts into words. But he's a poet above all things. Like He he's does that and he shows you some beautiful and you're like, wow, this is an amazing mental image. Yeah. I put my art into your head and then you see it inside of you. His art is complicated. His art's complicated. But he is an artist for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He paints you a beautiful picture inside of your head using nothing but words. Yes. And some scientists could do that, too. Some scientists could do that, too. That was uh, uh, all of Einstein's entire goal. It was to convey it in such a way that you can get it. Michio Kaku is a great communicator as well. Yeah. He developed yeah. the art of communication. Mm-hmm. Keyword, the art of communication. That's why we say that about a lot of things. Art of communication, yeah. The huh. art of firing a gun. Huh. Every, you could attach that word to literally anything. The art of. The art of cooking. Well, the of art course of cooking. cooking yeah. Because everything, even shooting a gun. Well, look, the way he holds the gun in a particular way. He, he's, his arm consumes some of the recoil, <laughs> sending a shutter that keeps stability. It's yeah. beautiful how he does that and how he came up with this technique when usually I have a slightly left tilt and my hand consumes less of the... And there's art there. There's something to break apart. There's something to the admire. The art of golf. The art of golf. Huh. Wait, can sports be seen as art? Yes, yes all of it. All of it, everything, okay. <laughs> the Art of Charm, a beautiful podcast that teaches people how to be more socially active. But the word, the phrases they've come up with, the Art of Charm, just talking is an art. Yes. Oh, I gotta listen to that. That's pretty good. Well, good. now it's... Oh, they changed Yeah, the... Art of Charm is still existing, but now 
Jordan Harbinger show is where we go. Because Jordan oh, okay. Harbinger was the life of the art of charm. And he went in and he started his own show. So, by the way, for anybody listening to this, if you are into podcasts about self-improvement and just thinking outside the box and general information that helps you in life and success and business and relationships, the Jordan Harbinger show. Oh, yeah. He, he is a great guy. His content is amazing. He is very intelligent, very charismatic, very great listen. So go check that out. But, I thought he was the art of the charm. He left it and it's got replaced by someone else or someone else was with him that whole time? I don't know. Uh, somebody else was with him. Uh, but there's another guy there too, yeah. So I don't know. Oh, okay. I think there were three of them to start with. Whoa. Okay. But yeah, you can go follow that. But anyways, point being that communication in itself is an art. How yes. you approach somebody. Flirting is an art. Yes. The And it's a difficult art. Like, all arts are difficult, but some are more difficult than others. And, like, flirting, people don't difficult. get that. No. No, they don't. But they communication don't. is so difficult in itself. Communication is one of the hardest arts. Yeah. I think you gotta at least be in some good level with that before you get to the flirting stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's so many different branches in something. And the art of communication, right? Because yeah. flirting is one of them. But conveying... Like philosophic ideas or conveying science without notations. Mm. That's hard for scientists. They don't know how to communicate. They understand the numbers in their head. But a lot of scientists don't have the art of communication. No. What? No. Hmm. But man, everything is art. Everything though. is art. <laughs> and the, the idea remains the same. Art should make you feel something. Yeah. And there are many feelings that we take for granted, but understanding is a feeling. So then how can there be something that you don't feel anything for? That's you interesting, that right? There should said... be, because neutra is neutrality a feeling would be the question. Huh. Do you feel neutral or are you neutral because you don't feel? That's complicated. Because everything would have to make you feel something no matter right, what. Right, because everything is art. In the, but Like your phone. But you see it all the time that it doesn't look like no, art no, anymore? No, 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 no. I got an example, right? Okay. So somebody's talking to you about science and you're just not interested. Mm -hmm. You're not pushing it away. You're not uh, listening to it, but it's not registering. Communication is still art and science is still art. But why aren't you connecting to it? That's neutrality. You felt nothing. So you can feel But wouldn't nothing. that be bored? That's... No, because you're not bored. Bored would be being repelled by it. You're like, yes. oh, this sucks. You're oh, feeling okay. nothing. You can't... You're engaged, listening, and still not giving a fuck. That's still something. There has to be something still there. I don't know. Because you're still engaged. So you at least find something entertaining. Whether No, it's you could just be there listening. And that's it? And not feel nothing about it? I don't know. I don't think you need to feel something about everything. You don't? Hmm. I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. Hmm. hmm, hmm. Why? Because I feel like I feel ev something for everything. <laughs> But then you're using subjectivity rather than objectivity. There are people who literally feel nothing. Mm, I guess. That wouldn't be possible. Yeah. If everything made you feel something, you wouldn't possibly have people who feel nothing. That would be impossible because everything would make you feel something. Even like the, the concept of lack of emotion would be impossible. If just one person felt a bunch of things? No, 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 no. If everything was going to make you feel something no matter what, yes. then you should never have a person who feels nothing. That would be impossible. But the fact that there could be people who feel nothing yeah. means that there are things to feel nothing about. Okay. Hmm. Because even if, well, I have zero emotion, but art is going to trigger motion no matter what. Yeah. You have an unstoppable force and an unmoving object. <laughs> okay. That makes no sense. Yeah. We know for a fact there are people 
who feel nothing. Yes. So then the question is, we're debating one thing. So there's got to be art that makes you feel nothing? Yeah. If the unmoving object (laughs) is the person who feels nothing, then art is not the unstoppable force. One of them has to cave. Yeah. And one of them is factual. The other one we're debating. Yes. Okay. So (laughs) not all art can make you feel anything. Boom. Solid argument. Okay. Hmm. Interesting, no? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So the goal of art is ultimately to make you feel something. Are we art right now? Is this art? This is podcasting as art. Again, we're talking and I said ideas and words are my art. Yeah. I talk, I communicate, I paint a picture. But we're sending art into people's ears. Yeah. Podcasting is an art form. Some suck, some are great. Mm-hmm. It really depends. People who listen to us like absurdism. They like that we put a weird performance of sorts that is really detached and kind of gets crazy from occasion to occasion. Yeah. But has logic and reason fueling it. Kind of like Rick and Morty to some degree. Like, it's absurd and stupid. Yes, like our Godzilla poop story. Yeah, but it has underlying logic. Because all you're doing is using critical thinking and taking it to the next extreme with things that are totally rational. You're just thinking rationally about irrational things. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes. That's all that's happening. Mm-hmm. But it is an art form. Not everybody can do it. And they would like to do it. And they hear us do it. And they're like, how interesting that he went there with the thing. Yes. It is interesting. Mm. And that is art. That is art. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you feel neutral about our art, let us know. Yeah. I do believe my favorite style of art is music. Because it's really profound. And obviously, I think everybody's favorite style of art is music. You think everyone's Everybody. There's nobody who... Like, people who are actively making art or listening to music while doing it. That's true. Unless they don't listen to... I don't know who doesn't listen to music. I'm sure there's somebody. (laughs) Yes, there's somebody, but it's not... There's not many. No, there's not many people. Uh, The vast majority of people listen to music. The vast majority. Yeah. And, like, not everybody's out there looking at paintings. Not everybody's out there looking at graffiti or tattoos. Not everybody's out there. But I would say that visual mediums tend to be, like, TV is a huge one it is a huge one movies for some reason yeah movies video games yeah but when it comes to music i feel like more people are into music than they are into tv but the things that they like about the music is different like from one person to another what stands out to them why wouldn't that apply to tv yes i guess i mean like like you can hear one song and it would be different right and you can watch one show and get different things get different things. 100%. Let's take Breaking Bad, for example. We watch it, and we see a complicated story about a man who went from being a teacher to being a drug addict. Or drug dealer. My bad. A drug (laughs) dealer. And somebody else sits down, and they see complex camera work. Somebody else sits down, and they just see, regardless of the acting... Wow, the writing behind this is amazing. Somebody else comes down, sits, and it's like... Wow, the expressions these characters give. Like, this guy is acting is pretty solid. They're not even paying attention to what the fuck is being said. They're like, wow, the, the way he conveyed that is amazing. What? It's just different ways to look at the same thing. Okay. Hmm. Those are some weird ways, but they have to be paying attention to the story, though. I'm sure no? <laughs> in every instance, everybody's paying attention to the story, but also you notice and aren't aware you notice when an amazing camera effect happens. And you're like, wow, that was crazy looking. Hmm. So you're also looking at the things they're looking at. Yeah. Because people are focusing on different points. Yes. Some people like the adrenaline of Breaking Bad. Some people like the story of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Some people are there like, oh, boring episode, boring episode, boring episode, every season finale. Wow, crazy. Because the crazy cliffhangers and the shit that happens. That happens with Walking Dead, too. Yeah. 
People some people get like the drama. Pe- some people get the the drama is the boring part. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, some people God. are there for the action. Some people are there for the story. Some people are there for the camera work. Some people are there for the writing. Yeah. Some people are there to see amazing scenery as well. The detail they put into that scene, that's crazy looking. Mm-hmm. It's Art is for everybody and different for everybody simultaneously. It's different for everyone, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think definitely music is my favorite. And I don't know, it depends on the musician too, what I'm looking for in a song. Because like I understand I, I'm really good at compartmentalizing things, so I don't need everybody to do everything. Like, I know an Eminem track has tossaway beats. Okay. But so does a Little Wayne track, because one dude's just being a poet, and the other one's all being a different kind of poet, I guess. But, like, wordplay. One is being technical with his writing, the other one's being very vivid with his writing. Both original in completely different ways. Double, triple entendres with Eminem and complicated metaphors with Little Wayne. And then what's Andre doing? He's flowing over a song. So you need the beat for Andre. Because that's mad flow. But also, if you took the beat away from Andre, it would sound like there's a beat because of how he flows. So he doesn't really need a beat. He doesn't really need a beat. He is the beat. Mm. His whole shit is flow. There's nobody with more flow than Andre. Yeah. But when it comes to other styles of music, you wouldn't be looking for these type of things. Well, it depends on the musician. For Jack White, not only does he have really intricate, amazing, well-thought-out beats that he's usually the one making. Mm Mm-hmm. But his word plays up there. He has tricks with his vocalization. Like, not just, I mean, not vocalization, because his singing is amazing too. But his yeah. writing, what he's saying is so clever. Yeah. Same way with like Arctic Monkeys. That's way more clever. I don't yeah. Know. Alex mm. Turner is being a poet the way Little Wayne is. Just metaphor after metaphor after metaphor after metaphor, unique ones too. That yeah. phone by the Arctic Monkeys on the Tranquility Hotel and Casino album. Oh. Hotel and the, that album is like, what? Yeah, that album is freaking amazing. That's complicated in itself. But then yes. you look at somebody like Kendrick and all of the above is in there. Everything. Everything. Everybody's everything. The best of the best of the best of everything is in his work. Yeah. Now, he himself isn't like the best at wordplay. Eminem is. Yeah. And he himself isn't the best at metaphors. Little Wayne is. Mm-hmm. And he himself doesn't have the best flow. Andre does. But he has all his thoughts at nine if everybody else has them at ten. Yeah. And if Eminem has ten on wordplay, his metaphors are like at a seven. But Kendrick still has his metaphors at nine. And if Little Wayne has metaphors at ten and his wordplay at seven, well, Andre still has his wordplay at nine. And so if Andre, did I say Andre twice? Kendrick. Well, whatever, Kendrick. Kendrick, in all of these instances, I was saying yeah. Kendrick. I don't know if I was saying Kendrick. But anyways, if Andre has his flow at 10 and his wordplay and his metaphors at 7, well, Kendrick still has his flow. His, all of it at 9. All of it at 9. He's like collectively better. But he's not your favorite? No, my favorite would be Eminem. Wordplay is so genius. Because Kendrick, as an artist, is better. He the, the amount of producers on one track to make it sync up with him. Like you couldn't separate Kendrick from the beat because it would fall apart. So you think once he leaves the people he's working with, though... He could just hire other people. Mm, yeah. They're probably mm. constantly rotating. Yeah. Mm. I doubt that the same 12 producers are always <laughs> the same 12 producers. Like, yeah. it's probably just different producers doing different tricks. A crazy amount of tricks. I mean, it's because there's a crazy amount of producers, so yeah. Everybody's yeah. got a thing they do, and they all throw their little special sauce into a Kendrick track. Yes. Ah. Uh... He's amazing. Yeah, his his, his full tracks are great. Mm-hmm. Everything is amazing in his work. Yes. But like that's really high quality art. And we look at somebody like uh, Alex Gray painting, visionary paintings. Wow. 
amazing complicated complicated what do people get out of that people look at that in different ways some people feel a spiritual connection to something greater by looking at his art because they see a visual of what they were trying to reason in their heads to begin with Mm -hmm. he paints a human body and he paints the energy you feel when you do something like dmt or lsd going through your veins and that sort of cold hot feeling that you get on the surface of your skin and all those little tiny little details He's able to paint that? Yeah, and he paints that vividly. And then you see it and you're like, oh, wow. He he caught it. He caught the thing. Yeah. The thing I couldn't put into words in a million years. He got it. Hmm. Hmm. Different to what Alan Watts does. He's conveying a philosophic idea while Alex Gray painted a sensation you had. That is crazy. A sensation you had. Yeah. What? You trip and you see Earth as part of the universe and you as part of the Earth and a tree as part of you. And there's a little painting that's all of the above. It's a tree that grows into a person that's part of Earth and is the universe or something like that. Yeah. It's like just stuff he does. He brings out that thing you saw and didn't make sense in your head. Because he saw it. He had to to see, right? Dude's walked right up to the gate. (laughs) There's no way... Mm. I'm telling you, Alan Watts, Alex Gray, and Albert Einstein all walked up to the gate. You think Albert Einstein? No, definitely not. Okay. I know Alan Watts probably did. Yeah. He saw some shit he should not have seen and came back with it, and I don't know how. And so did Alex. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell Alex saw, but what he saw was crazy, because he paints some crazy. Some of his paintings are really dark. They are? Yeah, he has mm. a lot of really, really dark art. Oh. Not all of it, but some of them. All crazy dark. Hmm. Like Silent Hill dark? Yeah. What? Yeah, because it's the good and the bad of tripping. Oh, okay. So if you've ever thought you were the devil or saw the devil or your fucking body's melting or something, that's there. My body's melting. That is a horrible, horrifying experience. What? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Alex Gray is crazy like that. Art in general is very amazing like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the guy, what is the, my calendar? What's his name? Salvador Dali? Salvador Dali's amazing. His pictures are melting. I don't his know paintings? what his paintings, they look like people melting sometimes. His paintings are, because uh, he's a surrealist artist, right? So it's just a bunch of weird things. You're like, well, it's kind of like this, but it's not. And it's like, not really that either. And it's like, it'll be a like, woman who's a building. You can tell what it is, but it looks disturbing in some way. No, not necessarily tell what it is. Because, I mean, you, I guess sort of, but it doesn't necessarily have to be disturbing. Like, there's a woman who's a building. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't look like a building, but she does look like a building. Yeah. It's like, she's just a woman. She looks just like a woman. But also, she looks just like a building. Yeah. But she doesn't look like a woman who looks like a building. Or like a building who looks like a woman. No. It just depends on which perspective you're looking at it at any given moment that it's just a building or it's just a woman. Yes. That skill. That is. That's so crazy. I don't know how he did that. I don't know how he, he does that. any of his stuff. Was he also doing, what did you say, DMT? Oh, man. he If he did drugs, he did something that was very, very different. Because what you see with Alex Gray is like acid type of shit is like dmt like mushrooms that kind of stuff psychedelics if salvador dali took drugs to get where he got yeah he was doing some fucked drugs why because it's a weird breakdown of things it would have been like it could have been heroin it could have been heroin it could have been there's always like ants everywhere it could totally have been heroin (laughs) could have been meth oh my gosh yeah it could have been any of those fucked drugs what? That's so... I mean, who knows? Could have been alcohol. 
It could have been alcohol. A fuck ton of alcohol where shit becomes unstable and kind of looks sort of like everything else. Yeah. Mm, that's an interesting one if it was alcohol. Yeah, there's what? a couple of factors that could have led to his stuff being the way it is. Yeah. Or I mean, he's just super normal. Uh, I don't know, but his things, I don't know, it's just, it looks so strange to see something and it could be two different things. Yeah. It's like Eminem rapping and it's three different things. Yeah, well, he's mad skilled. I guess, yeah, the... Uh, interesting, interesting. I like that comparison. That Salvador Dali's art is like an Eminem song. Yes. It's several things layered on top of each other, and you're going to see one of them and miss the other until you realize the other is even there. Yes. Like, there was... I think it was elephants, but they were actually geese, depending on how you were looking at yeah, it. Yeah, if you flip the painting upside down. Yeah. What? That's genius. Yes. That's skill. I don't know how the hell. I have no idea how he worked these things in his head. Mm-mm. Salvador Dali. You, you guys need to go look at some art from Salvador Dali. Google it. Look at some images. Google Alex Gray. Look at some images. Listen to songs by Kendrick Lamar, by Eminem, by Lil Wayne, by Andre 3000. Go look at some architecture. Go look at some science notations. Read general relativity so you, you can You want see. everyone to become renaissance men? Yeah. Uh, read general relativity. Uh, listen to Alan Watts lectures. Paint. Paint. Paint do a little yourself. of everything. Yeah, do everything. Yeah. Anyways, I guess that's what art is. And now you guys know. We've taught you guys what art is because you didn't know. You didn't know before. <laughs> now we've told you what art what? is. You thought art was a painting and nothing else. Well, no. You're walking on art. You're breathing art. You gotta now make some art. Yeah, because even nature made art. Yes. Because anything you make is art. Yeah. The question is, can art be made by accident? Yeah, it could. It could definitely. We had that at the beginning. Yes, yeah. It could happen by accident. So you art think does the... not have to be intentional. Does that mean that we were by accident? Yes, everything. Everything, everything is... is. Anyways, if you guys <laughs> want to hear more things of this nature, I'm not sure if we break down art, but we do talk about different kinds of art, like music. And we or... talk to artists. We talk to artists. We literally talk to artists. Yes, we got uh, Renee uh, Schuler. On the show, musicians. Musicians, yeah, gods, that's what I was thinking. Directors, yep. a, whatever, just look at the show. Go through our catalog of see things. Yes. And you can find all those things on the official website, greatthoughts.info, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Just Combo Pod. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yeah, word of mouth. Extremely overpowered. People get uh, blown away when you talk to them about the show. When you're like, hey, there's a show. And you might like the show. So go listen to the show. And then seven days later, you die from cancer. Yeah. No, I don't know how long. I don't know how long. I mean, you, just, you know, like 10 years later, it doesn't matter. Something yeah. like that. You'd live long enough to regret listening. Mm-hmm. At least. And uh, also, you can find me on the Stereo app having conversations with people. Random strangers. All the time. All the time. All the time. I'm just talking to strangers, jumping on. You should check it out just to listen to other people talk. There's podcasts that happen exclusively on that app. When they follow you, though, do old conversations show up on that app? Yes, they're all saved. Oh, that's so awesome. Okay, go listen to that. Yes, yeah, so you can hear all the old conversations. It's a whole other thing of content. Wow. Yes, yeah, so you can go listen to all the old conversations I've had, some of which are very trolly. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you can, you'll get notified. Make sure to turn those notifications on or whatever YouTubers say. Yeah. Fuck. And you'll know when I jump on, I'm talking to somebody. So, yeah. Yes, go follow him. And this has been the Just Conversation podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
So the lesson is that Dougie Ng is a dance. It's just a dance. But the Dougie, because I heard somebody say she showed me the Dougie. Actually, I think it was Eminem. She showed me the Dougie or some rapper. She showed me the Dougie. Maybe he really meant the dance. I think the Dougie meant her cooch, her cooter. Her cooter? Why would she name it that? I don't think she named her cooter the Dougie. (laughs) I think the Dougie is slang for cooter. I don't know how. Cooterlicious. No. What do you mean no? I don't think so. None of that makes sense. The Dougie? She showed me the Dougie? She did not show him the Dougie. (laughs) Google it. She showed me the Dougie. No. Okay, I will, though. Google, she showed me the Dougie. Showed? You said she should. (laughs) She should. She should. She showed me the... Is that how you spelled it? Yeah. Eminem, Book of Rhymes. Oh, okay. She showed me the doggie. Can I get a witness? I don't know. She danced in front of him. That's all I can think of. I don't think she showed him her vagina. I talked to your mother. She told me she loved me. All she want to do is just hold me and hug me. Wants nobody but me. She showed me the doggie. Can I get a witness? Like notary public. Preach, she said. Kick some fly shit. Fly shit, I said. I got wings on my ass. Told her my dick's a cockpit. So she showed him a dance. That's all I got from that. Nah, I think I think they fucked. I think he fucked. He, yeah, after. No, I think he fucked your mom is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, after she danced for him, he was like, okay. Like she Tell did a sexy she dance. Me. All she want to do is hold me and hug me. Wants nobody but me. She showed me the Dougie. I can get a witness. Can I get a witness? Like notary public. Sure. I think she, I think Dougie means cooter. She showed me the Dougie. She showed me her vagina. Her vagina. No. No. And then we done fucked. No. Yeah. She danced for him and then they. <laughs> you, heard, you guys heard it here. The hot take. Dougie <laughs> means cooter. And cooter that's means vagina. T- that's not a hot take. That's a hot take. That's not a hot take. What does hot take mean? I don't know. Boom. That's a hot, hot take. It's not hot. That's steaming. That's it's, it's on not fire. Steaming. That's it's a lie. It's on fire. It's a hot take. It's a dance. Take. She danced for him and he was so impressed they had sex. No. She showed him <laughs> her cooter and he showed her his cockpit and they did the, 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 the do. They do do it. Good night. Good morning. Good night. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.